Yeah, the revelations now televised. Uh, a platform for you and I. And now look with full heart and clear eyes. Now, these are just my thoughts. Truth on how I feel with these topics I reveal. Please know my toll, I always keep it real. Can't face the world if you can't face facts. For your time, just open up your mind. That's it, just live, think big. Now take that. With God in me, this here was made by design. Yeah, the revelation will be televised. Revelations. Okay, welcome back to the Revelations Podcast. This is part three of a three-part series I'm doing on stepfathering, and I am happy to have a female voice in this of uh, space here. Um, and before I introduce uh, my guest, um, just to let you know, we have already talked to Ron and we have talked to Elliot about stepfathering, and I'm taking what they say and I'm trying to learn. So walk with me on this journey as we're going through this process. But I have Tracy Gross here with me today. Tracy, how are you? And welcome to the podcast. I'm good. And thank you for having me. Okay, Tracy, um, let us know a little bit about yourself, anything you want to share, um, you know, where you live, who you are. And I know you have a daughter and you could talk about her a little bit as well. Okay. Well, I was born and raised in Oakland, California. And since then, I've moved to Las Vegas, Nevada. And now I'm here in Los Angeles, California. I just turned 49 years old. Um, I have wow. a twin sister. <laughs> yeah. Black and don't I have crack. A... We know it. We know it. <laughs> yeah. So um, pretty much, you know, my daughter, she will be turning 14 uh, next month on the 2nd. And she keeps me very, very busy. Okay. Super busy. Um, I can't keep up with myself sometimes, but uh, she enjoys cheer. Um, she's a, a girly girl. She enjoys like hanging out with her friends from school and, you know, whatever teenagers like to do, especially at TikTok. That's what she's into. So I understand, yeah. I understand that. And you are you are dating, right? You're you, you have a man in your life. Am I correct? I do. Yes. Okay, good. Yeah. So, but he is not the father of your daughter. No, he's not. Um, he and I met back in 2018 and, um, she didn't, I didn't introduce her to him until maybe around July of 2019. Cause I just okay. wanted to make sure that, you know, he, he's good and he's the one and he's a great guy. I couldn't ask for a better man. Like, you know, you get these guys and you date and, you know, they they're lacking something, but he has everything, everything that I, you know, wanted. And, you know, God says that, you know, that he doesn't give you what you want. He gives you what you need. And that's Amen. exactly what he did. Yeah. So, so. I'm going to speak as a man. Uh, I, when you were saying that, I was smiling, of course, because <laughs> men need to hear that, too. Like what you what you just said. So. Uh, I, hopefully you say that to him. I'm not, I'm quite sure if you do, like women don't realize that when you compliment your man, it's like putting an S on our chest. Like we Superman, we yeah. ready to run through a wall for you. So I think, that's, uh, <laughs> I think that's beautiful. And does he have children of his own? He does not. Okay. No. Okay. Okay. And so I was pretty shocked at that when I first met him because okay. he's 48. So okay. yeah. Well, well, we do exist. I am 41. Yeah. I do not have children. So we, uh -huh. we yeah. are a real breed, uh, but we, we do exist. Okay, so I've been talking about stepfathering. I was raised by a stepfather. Um, I know my biological father. Me and my biological father do not have a relationship. Um, okay. I don't hate my biological father. 
I refuse to say anything negative about him. I believe that, you know, um, we're to honor our mother and our father, um, like, like the word says. So I believe in that. So I don't say anything. I wish I did have a relationship with him. Um, I'm in therapy because I don't, I'll be honest, mm -hmm. but, you know, that that's mm -hmm. okay. But I did have a great stepdad who came in when I was four or five. Of course, my memory doesn't, you know, I don't know when I was four or five. Yeah. Right. And, and he was around until he passed away in January of 2022. And he was there. So he was there at every basketball game, every time I scraped my knee, you know, every birthday, every graduation. So I grew up with a dad. He just wasn't my biological father, but my mother um, already had five kids before they met. Now he had kids as well. Um, and they ended up getting married and he stayed around and through the ups and downs, it was a successful marriage. But I would tell my dad, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be a stepdad. Like, because I, I'll be honest with you. I thought being a stepfather was a, was a raw deal. And the reason I thought it was a raw deal is twofold. One, he poured a lot of things into us, but we were still not his. So anything we did, even though he was pouring into us, my father could sort of take some credit because I'm flesh of his flesh and blood of his blood. And mm -hmm. since when I was younger, I had a better relationship with my dad. I would still say things like, I want to go stay with my dad for the summer, or I want to go see my dad for two weeks. And I'm mm -hmm. looking, I'm thinking like, man, I'm doing all this, bringing my entire paycheck home. And this kid still wants to go somewhere. So I didn't necessarily like it. So I am trying to walk through a conversation with multiple people to see if I can have my mind change. Because as I get older, I'm not really meeting any women um, mm -hmm. without kids. And like you said, you were surprised by meeting you know, mm -hmm. your gentleman. Um, so that's why I'm doing this. And I wanted to talk to a lady who's in the situation to see what you were, what you were looking for when you were dating in a man who would one day be stepfather to your daughter. So mm -hmm. I want to go all the way back when you first started dating. You said that you did not introduce them for the first, it sounded like a year, but maybe it's a couple of months, you know, talk about, mm -hmm. about that and why. Well, um, I didn't do it first of all, because, you know, she's a young girl and I wanted to make sure that he would be around in my life so that there was nobody else that, to be out of her life again. So if that situation happened because her dad is in another city, uh, he wasn't around her when she was younger. So she okay. didn't have that father-daughter uh, relationship, especially in the house. Um, at one point, uh, you know, she told me uh, when she was younger, she would see the kids and their fathers picking them up from school. Why does my daddy want me? And, you know, that was mm. really hard. So I had to... Yeah, that that cut deep. So Oof. I really had to, you know, explain to her. And then at the same time, I wanted to protect her. I didn't want her to go through something like that again, having someone in her life and then they're up and gone. And then she feeling that way again. So um, I just want to make sure like the guy, you know, every time a woman dates a man, she wants a man to, you know, of course, be a good man. You know, I wanted him to. I saw that. First of all, I saw how he loved his mother. And that really got me because he's so into his mother. He loves his mother so much. And um, he looks out for her. Um, he grew up in the church. So he's, you know, faith, God around him. He, you know, is a Christian man. And, um, you know, he has a, a good heart, 
good intentions, um, really laid back and um, non-confrontational. And, you know, he's just a good guy. And everybody that I met um, that knows him, because I met him through my brother and a mutual friend, and everybody said the same thing about him. No one said like, oh, he's he's okay, or, oh, he's known for this or that. E everybody said very, very good things about him, nothing bad. So I was like, okay. So um, once I, you know, felt comfortable, we dated, we went places, we did things. He met my mom, my sister, of course. And then um, he finally got the chance to meet my daughter. And, you know, it was, it was a good thing. So I just wanted to make sure that I was, going to be full in with it and he was full in with it and so yeah i i think that's great that you you did the mother thing like you protected her and made mm -hmm. sure that she didn't have a man running in and out and mm -hmm. you also protected your image right because you just like you don't want a lot of men around right, right? and your daughter's just seeing you out here like yeah that's yeah. mama i got i really don't want to see my see my mom yeah i don't think yeah i don't think anybody does so how did you approach the conversation? So I'm going to ask you a question and then sort of give you why I'm asking it. So approach the conversation with him about your daughter. And I, the reason I'm asking that is because when I have dated mm -hmm. um, women with kids, now it's never been serious where like, I'm, I want to marry her or I am... Mm -hmm. You know, just just in the initial dating part, I haven't really even got to the serious stage. And a part of that is because they come in the door saying, my daughter is number one or my son, my kid is number mm -hmm. one. And I'm like, okay, I can understand that. And then they say things like, they will always be number one. You know, I have to take care of my kid and I get it. But then I notice that when I'm talking to them, it's not just taking care of the kid that is number one. Mm -hmm. Their kid's happiness is number one. And that sort, and as a single man with no kids, that is sort of frustrating. Now you can call it selfish, but I'm me. I'm a person. I have feelings too. So I'm going into a situation where I'm with a woman. Mm -hmm. She wants me to make her first in her life because everybody, every woman does, every man does. It is fine. Mm -hmm. But she will never make me first. She's telling me that her children are her child or her children are first. And not only first as far as taking care of because I'm an adult and I could take care of myself, but even their happiness. So I've been sort of turned off by it because it would be me walking into a situation where I know I'm never going to be the most important and my happiness is never going to be number one in that woman's life. So when you had the conversation about your daughter and your relationship with your daughter to your, your man, how did that conversation go? Okay. Well, I, I just want to touch on something because I understand uh, when a woman says that they will always make sure their kid is first. It's when you, I think you would probably better understand it more if you had a child. Um, okay. Because when I didn't have my daughter, like I was carefree. It was like nothing I was scared to do. Yep. When I had her, everything changed. Everything <laughs> changed. Everything I did, I thought about my child first because mm -hmm. it's like I had to make sure that I'm here to take care of her because I can't even imagine like leaving this earth, leaving her because she needs, she needs me, you know. Mm -hmm. But I think if you actually had a child, that kind of would change. And then as far as, you know, being put first, you know, your child depends on the parent. They yes. can't survive 
without them. Um, if you don't feed them, who's going to feed them? Yep. You know, so I agree. I think the the level of being that number one spot is different because your relationship with your significant other, that's a, a totally different type of love and relationship. And versus you having a child, you know, that's a, a totally different type of, of love there. So I think, mm, yeah, you know, I will say my daughter comes first because I have to take care of her. I of have course. to. I look at um, Jerome, that's his name. He can take care of himself. You know, he can do what he needs to do. But as far as the the loving and the the intimacy and that, I will always make that, you know, a top priority to make him feel like, you know, and okay. let him know that he's number one there. Okay. Um, yeah. That, can, can I interject for a second? Okay. So I, yeah. I've never had the luxury of having a woman <laughs> be able to articulate that the way you just did. Okay. Where I get it. I know. I mean, um, I'm fairly wise. I know that the kid can't do for him or herself, right? Yeah. We, we don't, your daughter's 13, 14. Can she feasibly take care of herself? Yeah, she can get herself a bowl of cereal. She might be able to cook. But overall, she can't pay mortgage and get right. herself signed up for school. So, of course, you have to do those things. And Jerome yeah. can mm -hmm. take care of himself. He can literally make his own meal. I know right. that he has lived his life more years than you have known him. So, therefore, clearly he can take care of himself. But what mm -hmm. you said that was different than I've ever heard was the intimacy and the priority and the relationship, that part, you're making that a priority from what I've right. heard. It's been, Hey, even the, even the relationship or the, as I said earlier, the happiness. So the example would be, I want to go on a date with my girl or the girl I'm dating. Right. I'm take her out. And mm -hmm. kid wants to do something that same day. Well, it's been my experience mm -hmm. where the, the woman is, well, like, well, my kid wants to go to the water park. So mm -hmm. she would go to the water park. And I'm like, well, wait a minute, hold on a second. That's where my frustration has come in. Not because she has to take care of the kid, but I can never mm -hmm. develop the relationship I want with the woman because she's so concerned with maintaining the relationship and making the child happy. Maybe it's just mm -hmm. my experience, but I mean, my experience is my reality. So yeah, well, so, go ahead. With, yeah, with that, you know, everybody wants their child to be happy because you then you get a child that grows up that has all these issues because their childhood was messed up, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I want to make sure that my daughter is always happy. And, and I have to say she's spoiled too, but yeah. um, I want to make sure she's happy because I don't want her to have a, a messed up childhood. I don't want her yeah. to think back to say, my mom never did anything with me. She was always out with her boyfriend or her husband. She never took me places. She never did these things. So with my daughter, it happens a lot. We're very busy. We get invited places. She gets invited to a slew of birthday parties, her cheer squad. They have all these events. And I'm very lucky because Jerome is very understanding. I include him in those events as well. Like, you know, if you want to come along. But then there are times where... You know, we just need our me time. And so yeah. we'll just split the, the day up. So we'll do the day thing and then we'll turn around and then we'll do our thing. You know, and Kennedy, she understands that a lot of times she's like, mommy, I don't want you to go, but I got to go. You know, I need our, my me time and I need time with, you know, Jerome. So she understands it. So we just like split the time. Um, We're very 
very busy, always on the go. Every time we turn around, there's something like we got a slew of things this weekend that we have to do. But I make sure that we balance the time. And um, even with just like me, I help, um, you know, I help my brother out a lot with different things. And he's like, oh, man, again, you know, but he understands and he knows that um, it's family. And it's not that I'm just going to hit the club and doing these things and taking the time away. But we always make time. And he he's so good about even if it's just a, a lunch date you know, we'll do it. So we kind of split the time, but she, you know, she, there's things that she wants to do and there's times that we just can't do it because we have, we made other plans. So with each other. So, so I, we just I, from what I'm hearing is you, you're purposeful in with making time. Like you said, the lunch date, it may not be an entire day, but it's a lunch right. date. And I think, I think that's awesome that you do that. Um, yeah. So before he met her or right when he met her around that time, what was it? Did you have conversations with him about the relationship you have with your daughter? Those type of things or, or yeah, what? He, yeah. Because even just like in phone conversations, she'll be in the background and, you know, I'll just, you know, discuss things like in our day or whatever. And he, you know, he pretty much knew how, like what type of girl she was, you know, busy. Um, I was busy with her and um, yeah. So, I mean, he, he knew, you know, and he just, and he asked questions like, you know, what does she like to do? Like he was very in tune to that. So um, he, he made it a point to really ask me questions to get to know her, you know, like before he actually met her. Okay. Yeah. And, and then to cultivate that relationship, because I'm imagining, or I'm assuming, mm -hmm. however you want to say it, um, mm -hmm. that if he has a relationship with you and he's and you, you said to me that he is stepfathering her that relationship. So how did you help that cultivate that relationship between them two, between your daughter? Or did you take a hands-off approach? Like, because as a mother, you have to protect your daughter while you're right. introducing this new man into the life. So how did you, mm -hmm. you know, use your artistry to, to make that happen? Or did you say, Hey, you know what? It's on YouTube to figure that out. No. Um, so I think it was his suggestion um, when he first met. He was like, let's do something fun. So we ended up going to the Santa Monica Pier. And that's when he, you know, it has to be fun for the kid, you know, to be interested. So you have to kind of like, hey, this is mommy's friend. He's going to go with us to the pier and then just hang out doing something fun. And you get those like he he got a chance to talk to her and ask her questions and, you know, have fun. And, you know, she's happy. She's at a the Santa Monica Pier getting on rides, we're getting on rides. And um, it's just, it just kind of organically happened, just like our relationship, you know, organically mm -hmm. happened. Uh -huh. But I mean, it was just, just bringing that, that thing. It wasn't, we had to make it kind of fun because if we're just sitting there, she's going to be quiet and, you know, it might be a little awkward, but to get an activity in there to, you know, make that little um, cohesiveness and make it fun. It, it was, it was an easy uh me they it was real easy okay and and one of the things that i've worried about and or when i've talked to women who have had kids and have dated them for short times in their life is parenting style right mm -hmm. like parenting style is important um mm -hmm. discipline and what you want your kids to be into screen time all of this stuff matters and as a man when I have talked to a woman and, and I'm, you know, met her kids or she didn't take the the nine months for me to meet her kids. Cause I, I didn't talk to her for that long. 
you know, it wasn't even <laughs> nine months, right? So I met her kids more, more recently and I didn't okay. necessarily like how, or if I didn't like how something happened in the parenting or she's letting the kid eat ice cream for dinner. And I'm like, that's not the best thing in the world or too much screen time or what have you. As me, like I'm not allowed to say that kid shouldn't be doing that because they can always pull the, you're not my daddy card or she can pull the, that's not your kid card. So when it came to parenting style, how did you, like, how did you and how do you interact with Jerome around that? Because it's, mm -hmm. it, this is going to sound harsh, but that's not his daughter. It is his daughter, okay. right? It is, it is. Right. Yeah. But brass tacks biologically, that's not his daughter. Right. So if he ever wants her to do A and you want her to do B, uh -huh. how does that work? Because as a, as a man who might potentially date or marry a woman with a kid, that is a fear. Or mm -hmm. not a fear, that's a concern. For sure. For sure. Yeah, I, I get that. But I think it all starts with uh, the child and what the parent teaches that child respect. As long as Kennedy has respect. So she's not, if he tells her something to do something, she's gonna, she's not going to say, I'm not going to do that. She knows that there's a respect that you have to have with adults. And being that he is my boyfriend, um, she has to respect him. She's never uh, disrespected him. And um, if he were to tell her to do something, she would do it, you know, with me, you know, she'd be like, I don't want to, you know, but she's not going to be confrontational with him because she's just not, not that type of child. But I've always taught her to be respectful and she knows, you know, um, he's, he's never yelled at her. Um, he's never uh, had to, um, you know, get real, uh, I won't say forceful, but he hasn't had the, oh, are you there? Okay. He hasn't um, really had to discipline her per se, but okay. if he told her to do something, she would do it. Um, there's a lot of things being a teenager, you know, leaving stuff around, dropping stuff on the floor. He'll be like, <laughs> hey, Kennedy, you know, you got to be careful. You got to pick this up. And I know it gets really frustrating for him. But he'll tell me, hey, babe, you know, um, make sure she know to do this or do that. Or if he sees it, he'll say, hey, Kennedy, you know, make sure you don't throw uh, marshmallows outside because we don't want ants to come. You know, whatever it is, he'll tell her and she'll say, OK, and she'll, you know, I guess do her best to do it. But, you know, kids, they're going to hey. do what they do. But she will never. She will. I, let me take never back. I don't never say never because you never know what someone's going to do, but Amen. she has not uh, <laughs> been disrespectful or anything like that. Now with me, me and her go back and I don't know if it's the, the adolescence thing, but sometimes we've had our little um, back and forth, but um, he just like, you know, ooh, you know, you'll say, Ooh, you know, I can't believe she said that. And I was like, I know. Right. And so I'll <laughs> talk to her about it because it happens with me and her. Um, but he hasn't never like really stepped in and say, Hey, Kennedy, you know, um, don't do that. Or, you know, watch what you say. But if he were to do that, I wouldn't have a problem with it as long okay. as, you know, it's, you know, it's in, he's not harming her, you know, he's only trying to help her. So, yeah. Okay. No, that makes, that makes good sense. Um, that, that he is respectful in that, in that way. And when you were saying that you and your daughter have back and forth, I have, I have one sister and I got three brothers. So it was five of us growing up. My uh -huh. mom, my sister, it was World War Three, 
all the time. Those 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 um teenage years, no. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But that that's two women, like a like a grown woman and a teenage woman. They are gonna yeah. it's just, it just happens. So it's gonna clash. Yeah, yeah it's it's gonna clash. Okay. So has there how do you make him feel comfortable? And I and I think you you do play a part in this. How do you make mm-hmm. him feel comfortable with taking charge? Because I mean, sounds like a man to me, like a like a man man. Yeah. Like, you know mm-hmm. how we used to define manhood, not how we define yeah. manhood in twenty twenty three, which is a little weird. But that's a that's mm-hmm. a different episode. Um, yeah. How do you make him feel comfortable with taking charge in the house, and even with her again, not forcefully, not demanding, but. Mm-hmm. You know, it's almost like he he has to get his not permission, but his authority through you with her, because you you had said when you were when you were talking that he says, "Hey, let her know this or let her know that." I imagine if it was his son or his daughter, he would just just say it. Yeah, I'm gonna say it. So how do you like? He has work with that. Yeah, no, he so he has told her things like, hey, Kennedy, make sure, you know, you pick this up or be careful, you know, um, clean mm-hmm. up behind yourself. He's told her those things. And I'm totally fine with that because she needs to, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, no, he I mean, I want him. I never want to try to strip him of his manhood like he's a man and he does the things that a man is supposed to do. So I don't have a a, a problem with that. Um, as far as with Kennedy, you know, I mean, he tells her what to do. He's so we don't spank her or anything because you know yeah. these kids they need it's a new era. We can't really discipline them like we were disciplined, you know, getting whoopings <laughs> and stuff, you know, because they quick to, to call the people on us. So, <laughs> so no, I don't. Um, I don't. We don't spank her. Uh, as far as like punishments or um taking things away i have to be better at that and he doesn't do it because he doesn't see me doing it so Mm. that's something that you know i have to work on um like taking her privileges away when she does get you know beside herself but um Mm. he you know i don't have a problem with him disciplining her you know i don't want him hitting her you know i I don't hit her and i won't want her dad hitting her you know her her actual dad hitting her. So, I mean, it's just, you know, the, the discipline there, you know, he, he's, he, he can discipline her, you know, he can um, tell her what to do. Or, you know, if he says, give me your phone for an hour or whatever, or a day, I wouldn't have a problem with that. Okay. She would, even if it's him <laughs> or me doing it, anybody doing it, she would, because of course they want their phone or whatever, yeah. or the computer. but no, he could definitely uh, do that without me being upset. Okay. Well, that, that that's awesome. A, a quick aside, um, I'm, I'm going to get in trouble for saying this, but it's it's funny. So it has something to do with you were talking about discipline, and um, we like we went to school, and my sister's two years older than me, uh, but she's uh-huh. only one grade ahead of me. And uh-huh. with school, and they did like a, you know, this is how you spot child abuse, and if you feel like you are being abused, they gave us a hotline. And, uh, she home, and she went home and told my mom, mom, you can't whoop us anymore. So, you know, we grew up in the 80s and the 90s. So, mom, yeah. you can't whoop us anymore. Uh-huh. If you can, I can call DCFS. That's what it was in Illinois. Right. My mom uh-huh. looked at my daughter and said, you can call them. But what do you think is going to happen to you between the time you call them and the time they get here? <laughs> my sister right. never called. 
to a certain neighborhood. Right, okay, good. Right, right, right. Because <laughs> they can't protect you until they get here. So it's just- Until they get here, right. Exactly, <laughs> so, exactly. So, so no, 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 my mother my mother and dad yeah. raised this right for sure. Okay, so so here's, here's a question. Now, I know you said that the father of Kim mm -hmm. was not mm -hmm. around, but mm -hmm. is he around now sometimes- or is he still not around? He's around, but he doesn't make an effort okay. to be around at, okay. like he should. And that's my biggest frustration with him uh, okay. in the whole situation. Yeah. Okay. I, I want to talk less about him, but I do want to talk about Jerome and him. Have they mm -hmm. talked? What kind okay. of, like, like, how does that, because again, as a, as a man, I'm mm -hmm. this woman. And this is going to mm -hmm. sound old and archaic. And I got a really good female friend and she listens mm -hmm. to my podcast and she's going to cringe when I'm about to say this, but that's my woman. Mm -hmm. There's a part of like, like, I know that sounds mm -hmm. bad, like ownership, but that's my woman. And do I necessarily mm -hmm. want a man coming around, et cetera. Right. So we, we do get sort of territorial. How does that mm -hmm. relationship with the two of them work or do they have a relationship? Okay. They talk so Go ahead. So from day from day one, uh, Jerome was concerned about uh, if I were ever to get back with him. And I told him, like, you ain't got nothing to worry about. On that. <laughs> then uh, he was like, well, you know, I would like to meet him because mm -hmm. I'm around his daughter. And yep. I don't want him to think that, you know, um, like I'm not I'm like not this good guy or whatever. He said, I just mm -hmm. want to meet him. I'm, I'm mm -hmm. open to meeting him. I said, mm -hmm. that's fine. I don't have a problem with you meeting him. And I've tried mm -hmm. several times to make that happen. And it's not Jerome, it's, it's her dad. Okay. He doesn't want to do it for, for whatever reason. So I asked him, I said, what is it? I said, why you don't want to meet him? I said, he around Kennedy. I said, he wants to meet you. You know, and Jerome is like, yeah, we can go, you know, have drinks. I mean, we can do whatever. Like, he's like, I don't mind having a, you know, a friendship or whatever, like a camaraderie or, you know, I'm in her life. Like, I want him to know that she's all good. You know, he doesn't have to worry about me. So when I told him that, and, oh, you know, I, I know, I know you ain't gonna have her around just anybody. I know, uh, you know, you you pick good people for her to be around. So I'm just like, oh, okay. So I don't know what it is mm -hmm. with him. I don't know if he's like ready to um, see me around somebody else like that. Oh, uh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So I, I don't know what it is, you know, and every time I've tried to, uh, make that happen it was okay yeah you know we can make it happen then he'll back out at the last minute and mm -hmm. you know jerome asked me and i'm just like hey i don't know i said i've tried mm -hmm. i said i'm just throwing my hands up now at this point because you know he obviously is not receptive to it i mean yeah. we he could have met him a year ago a year and a half ago you know what i mean yeah. so i get um, that it, mm -hmm. it sounds like jerome is a standard guy and he's doing the right yeah. thing like yeah. I want to meet him because mm -hmm. I'm around his daughter, you know, mm -hmm. and I'm, and I'm always interested in that because I'm putting myself in the, in the shoes of Jerome. I don't know him. I've never met mm -hmm. him, but I'm putting myself mm -hmm. in those positions. I would want to meet that man as well. And I can mm -hmm. understand his insecurity at the beginning mm -hmm. with you getting back with mm -hmm. him because mm -hmm. you two will be. And a part of my fear with getting with a woman who has a kid is, 
she is going to be connected to another man forever. There, like mm-hmm. that is, that whether whether yeah. the child lives or God forbid the child mm-hmm. passes away, mm-hmm. you are still you two made a human, right? Right. So you two right. will forever be connected. So I'm with a woman who will always be connected to another man. Again. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I believe women are territorial too, but men are territorial. And it's like, man, there's always a yeah. guy in the peripheral, peripheral. Yeah. Always, always. Yeah. I don't, and I don't necessarily like that. Um, and I know a lot of men don't, and I love the way Jerome addressed it. He talked to you directly. He did. Yeah. And he tries to have a relationship with the father. And mm-hmm. I don't necessarily know. Mm-hmm. I have some guesses, but I don't know it. I, I'm not a psychologist, I'm not a psychiatrist, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I can sort of maybe guess why he doesn't want to meet him. You know, it could be some insecurity there. Like you said, yeah. he might not want mm-hmm. to see you with another man. You know, he yeah. could have some feelings for you still. So it can complicate the matter. Um, so I, I get it. I just, as a potential stepfather one day, mm-hmm. I'm like that would be an awkward meeting. That would be, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I would think, I would think so. But, you know, the fact that Jerome is open to it, like he suggested it, you know, um, I feel like, well, wow, you know, that that's really different. And that's great, you know, because a lot of times, you know, it's always a maybe sometimes the ego thing, you know, yeah. egos clash or whatever. Um, as far as Kennedy's dad, you know, I don't know. I really don't know how he feels about it he you know maybe there's a thing well you somebody else is going to be raising my daughter you know um I don't know if he's embarrassed by that Mm. I I don't know Mm. I don't I really don't know I don't know if it's you know um because when we broke up um you know he was like oh you you broke up with me you know like yeah you know (laughs) I did because I you know just couldn't do it it no more yeah it was yeah you know and um, I think he holds that, you know, against me as well. But, um, you know, I, I, I just don't know what it is. And I would really, really like for them to meet because I think it will make things easier, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think, too, you know, I don't know if it's like a financial thing, you know, mm-hmm. for for Kennedy's dad, like he feels less adequate. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, maybe that's part of it. Um, I'm not sure. I just can't speak to it because I just don't know. And he's not, whenever I ask him, he just brushes it off like, ah, ah yeah, it's cool. I'm going to meet him, you know, but it okay. never happened. So <laughs> I, I want to ask one more question about this. And then I'm going to ask you for some advice. Um, mm-hmm. That's how we'll, that's how we'll end it. We'll, we'll be about okay. another seven minutes or so. And, and okay. I'll, I'll ask you some advice. So you with with the with the with the fathers, with her father and then Jerome. Mm-hmm. When you want to take a trip, because this is another worry, a trip out of town, um, mm-hmm. you want to do something with Kennedy. I have a I have a I have a friend who I'll give you a little backstory. I have a friend who wants to move from one place to another, but mm-hmm. in this situation, he, like. He can't because his baby mama, well, not his baby mama, the the baby daddy of his girl, so he's he's dating a girl, she has a kid, won't allow the kid to move because there's something in the agreement that says you can't move the, more than 50 miles outside of the radius. So he's frustrated because he has to ask another man for permission to live his life with his 
family. Does this make sense what I'm saying? Mm, yeah. So have you ever yeah. come across a time where you and Jerome wanted to do something with Kennedy and you had to consider her father in making that choice? Uh, no, because he, there's no court involvement. Okay. So okay. Okay. There's nothing that he can say to me and no, she can't do this. She can't do that. Okay. Like, no. So if you want <laughs> to go to no North Carolina tomorrow, you could, no. and it wouldn't be an issue. What, what was that? You, If you wanted to move to North Carolina tomorrow, it's not like okay. these fathers could, could block that from happening. No, he couldn't. He couldn't. Okay. Okay. No. Nope. Because mm -mm. Th that's a that's a fear. So I've heard men say things like one of the reasons they don't want to be with a woman with a kid is because they don't want to have to ask another man permission. You know, and, and I get that. Yeah, I even, get that. I've even heard them go so far. And I, I'm not this way, but I've heard some men say this, like that's why they some men prefer to have a woman that doesn't work because mm -hmm. if he wants to take his wife on a three month vacation. He has to mm -hmm. have her boss. Is that okay? Like, like all these things. So I get it. And, and so on both sides, I'm like, okay, I understand that. So I was just wondering, you know, how that dynamic worked in the, in, in the relationship. So, so now I want to pivot. Do you have anything to say about that before I pivot? Uh, well, you know, um, well, I just think, you know, the, it, <laughs> I like to work. I don't know. I like to work, but then I have a good job where I could take vacation like that. Okay. But, you know, it's just different, you know. Um, I, yeah, I, I get that. Um, I, I can see that. But, yeah. you know, just having to ask another man to do something when it comes to a relationship, I know that, you know, I wouldn't want to do that. So I, yeah. I get that. Uh, perspective yeah. but at the same time you know it is a choice that a man has to make when he's True. meeting you know a woman and dating do i want to continue this because this is going to be an issue and if you know how you are and you you know you want that that time all the time then that's gonna be okay. tough because having a kid it, it's yeah you you actually unbeknownst to you you actually have me transition into the thing about the advice so okay so let's say through these three conversations, the two with the gentleman and one with you, I've decided, yep, I'm going to start. I'm okay with dating a woman with kids. Advise mm -hmm. me. What should I look out for? What shouldn't I do? You know, I know we don't know each other very well, but act like you, my sister. And, you know, help me, help me not find a woman, but look for the pitfalls or the, you should actually do this. You know, the do's and the don't do's, if you will. I would strongly suggest that you make an attempt and hopefully you can meet the father because I think that if you have that uh, relationship with the father, things will be a lot easier. Um, as long as the father trusts you, um, yeah, you you would have a, a easy go at it. Um, okay. But look for a woman with kids that, um, of course, you know, you have, I, like if a woman says to you, my child comes first, you can't take that as a negative thing okay. because that is something you you know you would understand if you've experienced it and okay. it doesn't mean that she's going to put you on the back burner it's just that she has to make sure her child is okay yep. um if her child is okay she's going to be okay and she's going to be able to give you what you need um mm -hmm. make sure you know that like 
it's a, a good woman, you know, you, you just have to make sure she's good. She's nice. Uh, she's not this mean, you know, uh, bitter woman, oh, wow. you know, mm -hmm. make sure that her ex is totally out of her past because mm -hmm. that can cause a lot of. Make sure her ex is her ex and not yeah, her sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have friends in situations like that and it's not good. So, um, you know, it's just all about finding, finding the right woman. Okay. And then what advice? So you gave me three points of advice. Okay. Meet the, meet the father. Don't take it personal. If she says things like, you know, her kid comes first and make sure mm -hmm. she's a good person slash the, the ex is an ex and not a sometimes. Yeah. Okay. And then mm -hmm. have some advice with the relationship with the kid. Okay. So you always want to make sure that you have a good relationship. I wouldn't come in the gate uh, being demandful, like say, do this, do that. Um, you got to ease into it. You got to let it like you got to give them time to warm up to you. And so you want to do fun things, um, you know, just spend that time so that you really get to know the child and what type of child is, because kids are different. You know, you might have one that's really a, a, a loving, outgoing, easy kid. Then you might have one that's really difficult and it might not be um, just being difficult because they're difficult, but maybe there's some issues there. So you just want to be able to recognize those things and um, just go into it with an open mind and um, at least try, you know, try to, you know, be this great stepdad, you know, yeah. um, sometimes it, it doesn't work because it's just the dynamic of the kid, you know, um, it's, it's all kind of things, but just go in with an open mind and just really, uh, have fun with them, you know, yeah. just, just have fun with them okay. and just don't go in like being this mean guy. Like I'm coming in here and I'm going to set things straight, you know, like <laughs> just don't do that. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Well, 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 thank yeah. you. There, there is something you said, and I don't even know if you said, uh, if you know, you said this, you said earlier, you said, um, if you meet a woman with kids and you put an S on the end and I'm telling you right now that no, mm -hmm. it'll be one. If it's going to be, if I am going to oh. change my mind, <laughs> it's going to be one kid. If I do change, yeah. if you got two, I'm like, yeah, no, nah, I'm probably not it. But, but Tracy, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, you've You're given welcome. me to think about the three points. With... <laughs> no, no, it, it does. And it all goes. So I, I really do challenge. I challenge my beliefs. I'm a, I'm a challenging, I'm a growing type of person. Um, mm -hmm. I don't want to pat myself on the back, but I push boundaries. Um, but in a good way, mm -hmm. Uh, I, okay. always, um, I, I try important. to push my self-beliefs. Why do I believe this? Um, mm -hmm. I tell my students, anything you hear you should ask who's telling you this, like who that person mm -hmm. is and why mm -hmm. that person is telling you something. So even with me, all my self-beliefs somewhere along the line, and, and I actually know why, and I'll actually share it here with you in a, in a second. I think in my brain, children are a nuisance. Mm -hmm. I do. Mm -hmm. I was told that mm -hmm. as a kid. You know who told me that? My who? biological father told me that. Because oh wow. Because though I won't say anything bad about him, mm -hmm. when I was younger, I asked mm -hmm. when I was about 11 years old, and this is why I think stepdad gets gets a raw deal. My my stepdad came into my life when I was five. When I was eleven, okay. I asked to go live with my biological father. All the years, oh. the six years that he was being a great dad, I don't know what, I don't want that. I want to go live with my biological father. Now, my biological mm -hmm. father 
again, I don't want to say anything bad about him. He told me he didn't have time for me. I mm. took that as I'm a nuisance. He doesn't have time for me. So at a, from 11 years old to 40. So there's been 40 years mm -hmm. of me been telling myself children are mm -hmm. a nuisance. Children are a nuisance. Mm. So now See. I'm beginning to challenge that belief through these conversations. So that's mm -hmm. why I'm pushing boundaries. I'm pushing my own boundaries. What negative okay. core belief that have I set up? Who told me this? Well, mm -hmm. I told myself that my, my, my dad told me, and I told myself that children are a nuisance. Why? Well, my dad, he might not have meant it that way, but that's how I've interpreted mm -hmm. it. Why have I been telling myself this for years? So I'm challenging those. So you're helping in this conversation. Um, okay. I would hope that I would meet a woman who has a child as calm as yours seems to be. Um, that, would mm -hmm. be, that would be the goal as less confrontational. <laughs> I work with teenagers and I would like to have your daughter in my class because, hey, everybody, sorry for the hard break there. We had some technical difficulties with Tracy's device and her call dropped. Technical difficulties, those things type of happen, but we were wrapping up anyway. I appreciate her for joining the podcast. Um, she did a wonderful job of explaining the woman's perspective of stepfathering. So thank you, Tracy, for joining the show. Your information was invaluable to me. So that's it. That's the three-part series of challenging self-beliefs on the Revelations podcast, me challenging my own beliefs. So I got some good information from Ron about um, his journey through stepfathering, good information from Elliot and how he views stepfathering. And it's more of a, um, he doesn't necessarily try to play the dad role. He's just a part of the child's life and there for guidance and pouring legacy um, that way and, and, and setting that young woman up for success. And then even talking to Tracy and getting some advice on the type of woman I should find if I so choose to date a woman with kids or not. Conclusion, I don't know. I'm going to be honest. I still don't know. I am more likely to do it, uh, more likely to be open to the idea, I should say, of dating a woman with one kid, not multiple, one kid, you know, there there's steps in this where we're growing, but I, I've, I've learned a lot here. I've learned about the intentionalness of cultivating the relationship with the child. I've learned the idea of finding a woman who has the artistry of making sure her kids needs are taken care of and that being priority in her life. And that not meaning that our relationship is not an emotional um, priority. So I still can be the priority um, relationally, if you will. And I mean, I, I want to be the priority just like I would want to make her the priority. I learned from Elliot about legacy being more than just carried by a last name. So I've learned a lot of great things through this three-part series of the podcast. Thank you for walking in this journey with me. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you're hearing me or wherever you're seeing me now. Um, I'll be back with more content soon. Um, this was super, super helpful for me, and hopefully it helps some people out there. So reach out at revelationspodcast at gmail.com or on any of our social media platforms, Facebook, TikTok, or Instagram at the Revelations Podcast. And I'll holler at you guys next time. Peace. Thank you.